what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Ringwalk Danny, and we're here to discuss Jamel Charlo, Terrence Crawford. You know, it's funny because, man, uh, YouTube is like my own personal video catalog of my life. Like, bro, I, I, I already did this. I, I've been here, done that, talking about Terrence Crawford versus Jamal Charlo. And, uh, you know, Bob Arum was the promoter back then of Terrence when we all thought this was a good idea. We all thought it was a good fight. And that didn't happen way back then. Man, so I don't know that we'll ever get this, but we do have more context. We have new quotes and audio, courtesy of Brian Custer and the Last Stand podcast with Showtime. Shout out to Brian Custard. Ringwalk, what's up, brother? Good to see you. No morning show, obviously. First time seeing you. How's everything, bro? Man, everything's everything's good, man. Uh, good to hear. Good to hear. Sun was shining on my way in. I was like, damn, I probably should, uh, you know, put. I had to put the blocker. The sun was too. Oh, you got some uh, lentes? No, the uh, the the visor. Oh, the visor. Yeah, the sun was too strong, bro. The sun was too strong, but. That's a good thing, right? The, sh- the sun was shining, and uh, we are here, obviously, to discuss this saga, man. The saga continues. Mm. Is it that? You think it's a saga already? Oh, it's been a saga. Charlo Crawford. I think, um, I think just the camps, just the camps, you got to understand, you know, that's still the same camp. Derrick James will still have to work the corner for, wow. for the man on the night. You get, you get what I'm saying? It's the same corner, so it's the same camp. Um, that is Jamel Charlo and Errol Spence Jr. Uh, I just found this shit funny because, you know, they ain't doing no biting of their tongues. They're not holding anything back. So, uh, you know, they're going to speak their their mind. So I, I love to see it, but it, it is a saga, Ness. Wow. I mean, I guess when you factor in... Uh everyone involved the way that you're trying to do you know meaning both camps i can see that you have to i think you have to no i guess i mean i i can see that but you know it's boxing it isn't a team sport it's mano a mano and uh you know crawford and charlo I don't know that it could be labeled a saga simply because I'm backdating it to, I don't know, April of 2020. Mm. I'd had an interview with Bob Arum. Um, we talked about Charlo as an opponent, the back and forth. Twitter feud that took place many, many years ago between Crawford and Charlo. But that seems to have escalated. They've continued throughout the years. Here we are about to go into 2023, and they're still talking, bro. And uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm not mad at all. I like it. Uh, I wish it were easier to make this type of fight, especially since they can't make Earl Spence, which is the fight that we want. 
what a caveat it would be for us as boxing fans for Terrence to then say, cool, let me fight Jamel. And for Jamel to be available and willing. I don't know that that is the case, though, Danny. I mean, it's kind of like what Devin says, man. These guys are saying everything but fight me, man. You know, I've heard Jamel say things like, you know, oh, humble yourself, stay down there, blah, blah, blah. You know, fight Earl Spence, could come up here, fucking with me, yada, yada, yada. You know, and it's just like, I, I want what Earl did. And Which it's crazy. Is, it's crazy that 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 uh you know he's not like my favorite fighter. He should probably be. I need to probably change everything for him to be because think about it, bro. He doesn't take fucking tune-ups. He says what he what he what he what he says. And he does what he says. You know. Um it's just the exact opposite of a lot of these fighters, you know what I mean? Uh he he He's running to challenges. You know, he's fighting champions. Um, I don't know. I'm not saying Charlo isn't doing that. But when Mikey called out Earl, he didn't say, oh, he's too small. He didn't say, oh, uh, that's a waste of my time. Even if I said it myself, which I did. You know, I didn't think Mikey had a shot. But he didn't make excuses as to why Mikey don't have a shot the way that Charlo does. Charlo's always saying why Terrence can't come up there and fight him. Why it's a bad idea to go up there and fight him. Bro, just tell that man to go up there and fight you. You really I, I feel that way. It. Right, you really feel that way. Come find out. Yeah, it's so silly to me. It's like, bro, you guys are in the fighting sport, but you talk about reasons why a fight can't be made more than fucking making the fight. It's pretty crazy. But um, I'm going to go ahead and pull up some audio. Right. So, gentlemen, I'll let you know when we're ready exactly. But I do want to play this audio. We are going to have Hector Luis Garcia, the champion, who's going to be taking on Javonta Tank Davis in D.C. Do you know what venue? Uh, have they announced that? Yes. Okay, because I couldn't find it. Yes, it is. Hold on. He's looking. Capital One in DC? Yeah, I think it is. Is that where the, yes, that is the Capital One Arena. We're at home of the Washington Wizards. Okay. So I got my audio pulled up. This is once again courtesy of uh, Showtime Boxing and uh, Brian Custard. That means uh, Bud Crawford at 154. And, uh, you know, let me back it up because they clicked it at a wrong point. Watch this. Terrence Crawford off of fighting him at the welterweight division. So now all of a sudden you you out there naked in the street. He talking about Keith you, here. You want to fight everybody? He calling Keith naked. Come on, man. We don't believe you, Keith. Uh, don't believe Jermel, how about here Jermel we go. Charlo? Of course, I I beat his ass any day. Mm. Easy. Wow. So now he's about to go into what he wanted. But obviously, he they, said any day. He's about to go into what he wanted, but obviously, they didn't give him that because boxing doesn't let fighters move like this. So that means uh, Bud Crawford at one fifty four and uh, yeah. taking on the undisputed champion. Listen, listen, this is this was this was definitely 
what I said. And I ain't got to lie, you know what I mean? I promise you. I said if I can't get the Errol Spence fight, I want to go right in to Jamel Charlie. You know what I mean? But Jamel got all kinds of mandatories, and he already lined up the fight and stuff like that. So, of course, that, that couldn't happen. You know what I mean? So the main focus was Errol Spence, you know? And Jamel Charlo, you know what I mean? He run his mouth a lot. He be all sensitive <laughs> and stuff, but he, he, he can fight. He got some skills, you know? We, we, we respect him in the ring, but, you know, I believe Errol Spence is a tougher challenge than, than Charlo. We're good on that. Is that crazy or what? He thinks Earl is a tougher challenge than Charlo. And I get it. I think a lot of people think that. You know, I think a lot of people think that. But, man, it's Charlo that undisputed. You know, it's, it's Charlo that has shown he's got levels. Front foot, back foot. Started his career as a boxer, finished his career as a puncher. Um, and he's undisputed. Did we say that? He's undisputed. Okay, I didn't know if we said that or not because could it's like, you, whoa. Could you believe um, perhaps what Tony Harrison has done in both of his fights with Jamel Charlo has shown Terrence Crawford enough for him to absolutely, feel Absolutely, absolutely. As way. a fighter, right, there's no way, there's no doubt in my mind that as a fighter, you're not watching a fight like, Come on, bro. I'm way better than so and so. I'd have, I'd have done, I'd have done, if he, what? You see, man, man, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like ball players. You know what I'm saying? They see you, they like, man, come on, bro. I, I, I would have picked you off. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> I think he does look at certain fights and feel that, but it's, that's the thing. It's always, easier from the outside looking in it's always easier that way but uh we are waiting for hector lewis garcia to join us here in studio in the meantime ladies and gents don't forget you know the number to call in is one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one you know brian custard asked terrence he said hey you get so much stick in the media they say that that you don't like the media, that you don't do media. So obviously he gave his reasons as to why he doesn't do interviews. But he has been on a bit of a media tour, is he not? Who, Crawford? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I think, I think, uh, I would say in the last two, three months, he has done more interviews than I've seen in a fight week. Mm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or, or just combined, like, and he is not just doing more interviews, but he's just being more open. He's opening his his mind. You know, he's being more open with things and uh, kind of letting the fans and the public in on what's going on and, you know, how he feels on certain things. So, For sure, man. Yo, did you, did you or notice the, the outside of, of Resorts World pulling up? No, sir. Bro, they're playing like a soccer game on the... On, the, on the roof? No, on the on the outside of the hotel. Like on the hotel, it's like a screen. Oh, they have like a game, right? A televised game. And I was like, damn! Imagine if they'd show like a fight on the strip, and or if they just showed us. That'd be amazing as well. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. 
I'd be better. So do you think we ever have a chance to see it? I mean, it looks like Charlo. I don't like know. Charlo, that's, the, that's the question I posed in the title. It looks I think like Charlo, maybe we need to pose it as a poll. It looks like Charlo um, busy is back in January. Busy. You know, Bud is fighting in December. So it kind of lines up pretty good. It does, you know. But in a perfect world, in a WWF sort of world, you know, Bud would show up to Charlo's fight because he's the one that wants to be undisputed at 54. You know, it's not the other way around. But that's a perfect world, and I don't know that we're going to get that. I don't know that we're going to get that, bro. You know, That's what we, we deserve, you know. We deserve for Crawford to spend some of that 10 milli he about to make on his tune-up. Take that. Get a little flight. Go see Jamel. You know what I'm saying? Nah. And solidify this fight for Undisputed in a, in a second division since. And let me tell you, the pressure, how pissed, how the pressure pit, would be on Earl so would, bad. Would you be pissed if, if that happens? Why would I be pissed? Because no, that means be that showing, the Earl fight ain't happening. Why wouldn't it? Everybody already think Earl better than uh, Charlo, right? Ain't that what y'all think? I mean, yeah, that's certainly what Crawford thinks, so that's the only thing that matters. Crawford believes Earl is better than Charlo. So Crawford believes he could pick off Charlo and still come for Earl. So you think Earl, who's been saying that he's, you know, that 47 isn't easy to make, mm -hmm. that he'll just wait another year, I mean, year he's and forced a half. To. He's forced to. He's forced to wait another year and a half. If Charlo somehow, which we know it's almost impossible, it's almost impossible, like, you know, why would Al pass Earl over? But... Think about it. If Charlo somehow gets, <laughs> you're tripping. If Charlo somehow gets the Crawford fight, mm -hmm. how is the Earl fight? I'm just over? saying, bro. Like, there's only so much your body can do. And if he's, if he told us in October that 147 pounds wasn't easy to make, we're just supposed to assume that he's gonna wait till December of the following year, or springtime of two years from now to to make that fight happen? Um, I think that, again, it won't happen because of the alliance and the loyalty to, obviously, uh, Earl. But, yes, if that wasn't a case... And Earl, Earl, you know, for whatever reason, they can't get it done. Yeah, bro, take that Crawford fight versus, uh, you know, Jermel and, and, and show. I mean, Canelo does it. He bouncing around. There's plenty of fighters that bounce up and down. Barrios did it. I mean, Tank does it. Canelo does it. It's like it's not foreign. Yeah, but we don't see Canelo bouncing down a 60. He's at, you know, he's at a weight that... It's pretty comfortable for him. I mean, yo, he already made a sacrifice of 152. You understand? Every fighter got got their own sacrifice okay, and their so, own lane. So Earl sacrifices 47, but you want him to wait another year and a half? It ain't, again, like, there. I don't see a world where that happens because of the alliance with Al and Earl. But 
it ain't nobody's fault but his own if it does happen. That's true. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna say but his own, but I get what you're saying that basically do what you gotta do to make this fight happen. Yeah, bro. Come on. If Tank yo, we never thought Tank and Ryan get it done, man. Two separate broadcasters. In in that instance, you have a network free agent. Yeah, no, that's I, the easiest I, I to deal with. I, I I felt that the promoters would be the 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 you know maybe the issue the roadblock if you will in that fight you know in which the Tank Ryan you know um, exactly I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you promoters I'm, I'm shocked, and broadcasters I'm, I'm, though I'm shocked, I'm shocked at what they did to be honest with you like they're talking uh so what's up with the zone like they don't it's a Showtime pay per view but you get to purchase it on the zone as well sounds that way so. I'm, but I just thought they'd do a fucking joint pay-per-view. Didn't you? I mean, bro, they... they well, they, you said you didn't think it happened at all. I didn't think it happened. And it's just because because of that. Because, it, you know, I thought DAZN would, as the startup, would want to mandatory do the collab so that they could get bigger. But they, 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 they rolled for the fighter. But um, we do have our first guest... Let's go ahead and cut to our sponsor, Kanichi Bit. Don't forget to check out Hibernation 5s. They're these beautiful white Bluetooth headsets that Danny about to whip out because, you know, he works now on the third shift, so he got his with him every day. Shout out to the young Cardin Chapman, man. We appreciate you, and we look forward to possibly doing a collaboration episode uh, out there in D.C., Mm. My peoples is getting with Choke. Actually, your peoples is getting with me. Actually, I already got with your peoples. So then they getting back with you so that we can get together and do something. Yeah. That's how it goes. Promo. Right back.
All right, all right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. We are joined with the champ. It's Hector Luis Garcia right here. We got self-proclaimed fighter of the year, self-proclaimed trainer of the year. Let's see if we can't speak it, believe it, receive it. So you going to be doing the translating or I? I think uh, we'll help each other out, but I'll, I'll do the, you know. So you start yeah. off with that. Okay. Well, with all that. Everything I just said. That I'm translating? Everything I just said in English, bro. Nosotros siempre hacemos esto. A este no le gusta traducir. Y lo que pasa es que el español mío... No me gusta traducir para los, pa los dominicanos solamente porque él es dominicano. Racista. Él es Racista. dominicano, él es dominicano. Entonces tú vas a entender de lo mío porque en, en México nosotros <risa> no decimos de lo tú, mío. Supuestamente tú estás supuesto entenderme a mí mejor, pero es que hay palabras que yo me tranco. So, él va a traducir. Yo voy a y traducir. donde él diga una palabra mexicana, yo te sí. lo arreglo y te digo, <laughs> te digo la traducción eh, dominicana. Right. So, what I was telling Hector, obviously, me and Danny, we go through this a lot. You know, we debate and argue about who should translate. I've already expressed that his Spanish is 10 times better than mine's. Obviously, yes, I could speak a better Caribbean dialect, but there's still plenty of words that... You know, I feel like uh, I can't find the uh, either Spanish literal translation or vice versa. That being said, I did uh, tell the champ that I'm happy, you know, he's here. He is saying he's self-proclaimed. That's what I needed Danny to translate. And also Bob Santos is self-proclaimed trainer of the year. So, you know, both have made an amazing case. And obviously Hector's in an amazing opportunity. No, pues obviamente están proclamando usted eh, peleador del año, su entrenador, entrenador del año y los dos han hecho este caso caso fuerte uh, con es, proclamando eso porque obviamente usted ha tenido un año uh, de lo mejor y, y lo mismo con su entrenador. Ahora, viendo el año, el año no se ha acabado, pero ya estamos enfocados en su próxima pelea en enero. ¿Cómo ve el año? ¿Y usted, usted piensa que sí le, sí le den el, el peleador del año? Bueno, primero... Eh... So, déjelo traduzco en inglés. Aguántame. Uh, uh, entonces, so I, just, I just asked him, obviously, uh, he has a fighter of the year shirt on, his trainer, um, self-proclaimed uh, trainer of the year, and they've both made strong cases for it. Um, they've both had phenomenal years, and I told him, obviously, the year's not over, but um, as far as fighting is concerned, it is. Now uh, the focus is the fight in January. So I just asked him to kind of, you know, look back on his year for me. And does he believe that uh, he'll get the fighter of the year? Hector. Sí, bueno, antes eh, agradecer a Dios por tenerme donde estoy hoy en día. Eh, este año ha sido un año extraordinario para mí, para mi equipo de trabajo. Eh, de manera excedente, eh, de verdad me siento eh, moderadamente agradecido. ¿Puede hablar un poco más alto, por favor? Sí, sí. De verdad me siento... Eh, no tengas miedo. Extremadamente agradecido con lo que se está eh, haciendo en mi carrera. Eh, gracias a, a mi equipo de trabajo, a la compañía PBC, a Gemon, Luis de Cubayuno, el Bosanto, mi equipo de trabajo. Eh, Estamos haciendo un gran trabajo y este año ha sido extraordinario. El próximo año que viene 
seguirá por el mismo camino. Este, obviamente, vamos a empezar. Translate. Oh, so he was saying, um, basically, how thank, first and foremost, he thanks God for where he is. He says it's been an extraordinary year. He says he's very happy with his team, PBC, Al Heyman, Louis de Cubas, obviously his coach and the whole training staff. And he said that this year, um, you know, it's just been a blessing, but it's in due part to his team, and he's very happy with the way the year has played out, and he's excited for what 2023 um, is going to bring. Um, did you have anything off that? or? Yeah, I mean, obviously this amazing opportunity. Um, he's going to be facing Tank Davis. Uh, I just want to know his exact initial reaction when receiving that phone call and then telling him, does he want to fight Tank? And did it go that way? How did it go? Este, pues, obviamente, la pelea con Gervonta Davis es una oportunidad uh, de una vez en la vida, ¿verdad? Obvio, él es el peleador ahorita en, en los Estados Unidos más, más grande, um, el único en pay-per-view. Este, ¿Cuál fue su reacción cuando le dieron la llamada para la pelea o cómo fue que usted se enteró? Bueno, eh, esas son las peleas que realmente, realmente eh, merezco porque pelear con grandes peleadores como Yerbonta, un peleador libra por libra, eh, ya estamos a un nivel, a un, en una etapa, en un nivel donde tenemos que enfrentar grandes retos y esos son los peleadores que realmente necesitamos. Y cuando recibí la noticia, me sentí muy bien, más motivación, más ganas, más fe de trabajar y echarle ganas para hacer buen trabajo el 7 de enero. So, he's saying, um, he's saying, look, Nessa, it's a fight that I deserve. He's saying Tank is a pound-for-pound pound fighter and at the level that we are in my career, We're only supposed to be fighting high-level, top-level guys. So, you know, when I got the call, I was happy. I was motivated and, you know, just uh, getting ready to go for January 7th. Now, it was only such a short time ago that, you know, one of my dear friends, Chris Colbert, was trying to shame him about his record and his knockouts. Fast forward, he's had two consecutive big fights And now he's getting the utmost, biggest opportunity. Um, how can he assure us that the weight won't put him at a disadvantage? Este dice, obviamente, hace no no fue hace mucho que un amigo de él, en Chris Colbert, este lo trató de avergonzar un poco con su, su récord, obviamente, diciendo no, pues que pelea puro en, en la Dominica uh, en su país y, y, y obviamente ha tenido usted eh, dos grandes pe peleas, peleó con Chris Colbert pe y, y con, con Roger y ahora este, tiene la pelea con Gervonta Davis. ¿Qué fue la pregunta de So how can he assure us oh, oh, oh. that com, it com, won't be com, a, a, a disadvantage, com, that weight difference? How can we assure that the rise of weight will not put him at a disadvantage? 
fuck, disadvantage. Tú ves porque yo lo hago ahí, porque esa palabra sí. yo no me la sé en español. ¿Cómo se dice eso, Bob? Disadvantage. No, is it that? Desventaja. Desventaja. Oh, ok, ok, perfecto. O sea, o sea como el, el subir de peso no lo va a poner a des, a, en una desventaja, porque es un, es un peso que es más natural para él y no para usted. Tag me in. Boom. So, lo, yo no te quería dar tanta información, obviamente, de mucho, pero lo que está pasando es que tú sabes que en el internet están diciendo, oh, no, ahí está Chenko otra vez peleando con una persona más chico, subiendo otra persona, en debe de pelear con Devin Haney o Lomachenko, alguien, a, alguien, alguien de en peso, su división. De, de, de peso ligero. So, so yo quiero que tú, ni que sea, pueda poner en el mundo tus raciones porque el peso no va a ser un problema y no va a ser eh, un... una desventaja. Sí, sí. Eh, eh, en, para mí el peso no es ningún problema porque para mí los dos pesos son iguales. Yo puedo pelear, yo tengo para pelear hasta en 140 libras. Mm. Claro que sí. ¿Me entiendes? Entonces, por eso a mí no me... No me, no me preocupa el peso. No me preocupa la 135 porque puedo pelear en los dos pesos. Son iguales para mí. Eh, y le voy a seguir demostrando al mundo el por qué estoy aquí y el por qué se me ha dado la oportunidad. Eh, no vengo de la nada. Soy un peleador de, de alto rendimiento. Que vengo desde abajo eh, eh, trascediendo con éxito. Y lo que yo, yo donde estoy hoy en día es porque me lo he ganado. So, so let me before you translate, keep getting it down, and I'm gonna just translate my question. So basically, you know, I had just added to what Danny was telling him, and I told him I didn't want to bombard him, but I did uh, want him to have a little bit of information because obviously the internet is dragging Tank. The internet is saying Tank is cherry picking. The Tank is fighting another small guy. The Tank is bringing up another guy from a division below. So I wanted him to let us know and reassure us why. Those five pounds won't be a disadvantage for him. So Danny and, and knows the answer. Yeah, he says, look, uh, the weight is the same for me. I can compete 130, 135, all the way up to 140, no question about it. He says... And to be clear, when he got to, when he said 140, he said it with some umph in his voice. <laughs> like, yo, I could do 140. Like, being very stern on that. So, you know. And obviously, our current world champion and stablemate, um, Albert Pueyo, Uh, he's at 140. I, I know they get plenty of work. So um, as far as the level of work that he's getting, I know that's top level. But he says, you know, I'll continue to show the world why why I'm here. You know, I truly come from the bottom and I continue and I will continue to prove that I am top level. So um, obviously he's saying, look, not just 30, but 35 or 40. Um, I do want to know, con una pelea tan grande... Y usted obviamente acaba de ganar el, el, el título mundial. ¿No hay un deseo de poder defender el título el, el 7 de enero? Uh, with a fight that big uh, and you just finished winning your world title, is there any sort of desire, desire to defend that world title before obviously moving up to another division and taking on Tank? Yo, defend, yo defendería mi título después del 7 de enero. Porque primero... Tengo este compromiso y tengo que resolverlo. Entonces, en ningún momento, cuando le ofrecieron la pelea, hablaron de tal vez uh, haciendo la pelea en las 130 libras para tener el título um, ahí en la línea. No, no. He said, 
he being Hector said, uh, you know, don't worry about it. I'll defend my title at 130 after I handle this task at hand. So, so then Danny asked him. So I, I doubled back and I was like, was there at any point, was this fight ever offered or talked about for 130 to have your title on the line? And he, he said no. So I want to double on to that and uh, just say, does he think it would have been a better for him to defend his 130 versus Tank so that Tank has to come down? And then, you know, for Tank, the caveat, obviously you're going to have to Google that word, but the caveat for Tank would be that he can now be a five times champion because he would be winning the 130-pound title, full title back. Ah, you kind of lost me. Okay. So, la pregunta es si te gustaría a ti tal vez pelear contra él en la 130 haciendo esa de, de, defensa de tu título y para él sería bueno también porque para él le da la oportunidad de ser cinco veces campeón porque él, él tendrá que ganar ese 130 para atrás. So, y para ti tal vez... Estamos pensando, como no somos peleadores, que esos cinco, esos cinco libras para él será difícil para bajar para la 130. Sí, pero de verdad se, sería, sería igual. Para mí sería igual. Sí, claro. Okay, kept it short and sweet. He said, the truth is, for me, it would be the same. Either 130, 135. Y, y obviamente para usted es uh, una oportunidad a ganar un segundo título, ¿verdad? Exactamente, eso, es de, eso, va, eso va a ser histórico porque el sueño es mi sueño, mi carrera. Eh, lo que uno se promete lo cumple. Y yo me comprometí de ser campeón en 135 y, y en 140. So, mm. you know, I, I said, uh, obviously for you, regardless, um, he says it doesn't matter. And I was like, it's possibly even more enticing at 35 because now he has the opportunity to become a two-time world champion um, you know, in back-to-back -back fights, that would be amazing. He says, look, you know, absolutely, you know, not just do I want to become a champion at uh, 135, but at 140 as well before it's all said and done. So, I got to do this just because to see how he answers it, right? So, obviously, 135, Devin Haney is the super champion. Uh, but a win over Tank, like, who the fuck's going to argue you not a champion because you beat Tank? He's the cash cow of the division. Everybody wants to fight Tank. So it's like, to him, would he have to fight a Devin to feel like he's a 135-pound champion? Or is Tank and the name Tank and what he represents big enough that, you know, it represents he's a true champ at 35? Dice, obvio, en el peso ligero, uh, Devin Haney es el campeón indiscutible, pero um, Gervonta Davis sí tiene el título regular. Um, y no nomás el título, pero es el nombre más grande, es el nombre que está en pay-per-view. En, en su punto de vista de usted, ganándole a Tank, ¿usted ya se siente como el campeón o tendría que enfrentar a Devin Haney siendo el campeón indiscutible? Me, me sentiría ganándole a Devin Haney, eh, perdón, al tanque. Eh, al, tanque. al tanquecito, sí, porque... Al tanquecito. <laughs> Yo, so he said... Uh, no, hold he, on, I don't think he was finished yet. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eh, eh, me, sentiría, me sentiría campeón y me gustaría unificar con David Hain okay. de una vez, porque hay que, hay que ir trascediendo, hay que pensar en grande. 
So he's saying, he's like, no, look, um, I would absolutely feel like the world champion beating Tank. He has the regular title. Um, but uh, beating Tank. Beat, he said, I would absolutely uh, feel like the champion beating the Tank. Yeah, the Tank. And then um, he <laughs> and says. And then he said. Well, little tank. Yeah, little tank, tanquecito. But, but he, he but it says, doesn't. Mean, it, it's not derogatory or disrespectful for us. Like, like I'm a Nestito because my father's is Nesta. So I'm just, you know, so they know. Like, Ito just means the junior. Damn. So he calling him his junior. So, um. Oh shit. Shit. Ness at that. Ness at that. No, I don't even remember you because you cut in. So finish, finish uh, translating what he said because I, I got lost. Yeah. Ask him. ¿Qué fue lo que tú dijiste? Se lo olvidó. <laughs> lo último, lo último. Eh, oh, 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 oh. Ya me, no, no, no. Okay. Ya me, he said, he's like, look, I absolutely feel like the champion. But um, while I'm there, of course, I'd like that unification undisputed yes. fight with Devin Haney. Yeah. Tell him. Oh, so, and is, then he also said, he also said, I'm in the sport, you know, um, to, to, to basically evolve and grow uh, in the sport, so I want the big fights. Jesus, it was 2022, bro. What? So that was all this year. Ask him, what was life like February 26, 2021? Where was he at, and how did he feel? So, okay. Febrero 26, 2021, o sea, no este año, no toda esta fama, no toda esta pelea, ¿Dónde tú estabas el febrero, el año pasado? ¿Y cómo tú te sentías? ¿Cuáles eran tus pensamientos? ¿Y cuáles de esos pensamientos han... ¿Cómo se manifestan o come true? Han, han, han influido. Sí, han llegado a realidad. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Pero este mismo año, el principio... No, 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 no. no. 21. Del año oh, okay. pasado. Obviamente tuvo la pelea con Chris Colbert en febrero uh -huh. de este año y... y Um, desde entonces, de, antes de desde eso. entonces okay. su fama, su nombre ha crecido mucho. Él quiere saber dónde estaba un año anterior de eso. Ok, eh, un año anterior de eso yo estaba acá. ¿Aquí? Sí. ¿En La Vega? Sí. Ok. Eh, y de hecho hice una publicación en noviembre de ese mismo año eh, diciendo que quería, solamente estaba esperando la oportunidad, que se me diera la oportunidad para entrar, que para salir iba a ser un problema. Mm. Y, lo está, y, 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 se concedi, y se ha concedido así porque eh, este año entró, eh, eh, perdón, en diciembre entramos, del, ese mismo año, de, an, después de que yo hice la publicación, entramos en diciembre, se me dio la oportunidad, gané mi pelea, eh, y este año, y este año, Entramos con el mismo, el mismo objetivo y, y entramos con el pie, con el pie derecho. So he's saying, he's like, look, um, that time last year I was here. I was here in Vegas and, you know, I was just doing my job. I was in the gym working, putting the work in with my trainer. And actually in November of that year, I, I made a post basically saying that I'm just looking for the opportunity to get in the ring. And we got in the ring December of last year came out with the victory, and then obviously uh, came into this year with the right foot forward, he says. Uh, ask him what happened to that fight. It looks like it could have been in COVID in Tampa. Dice que fue lo que pasó. Um, no, it wasn't. 
Sun Dome in oh, Tampa. Oh yeah, yeah, I see it, but that wasn't COVID. Um, nah, twenty twenty nineteen. No, absolutely not. Mm. Um, la pelea, su primera pelea en los Estados Unidos. ¿Qué qué fue lo que pasó ahí? Porque the en tienen, el 2019. Got a no contest on it. No, no contest. La pararon en el primer round. ¿Qué qué fue lo que pasó? Fue en en, en Tampa. Sí, sí, esa pelea fue no contest porque eh, sufrió eh, mi rival sufrió un accidente con mi rodilla y y en el segundo round y refiere de tuvo la pelea y la Damn, la anuló. Oh, he's saying yeah, it was a no contest because the opponent injured his knee uh, in the fight and obviously the referee had to stop it. So that's why it was no contest. Would this be his first time in DC? And if so, or if not, what time of year did he go in the past? Este va a ser su primera vez en la capital. Sí, sí. He says his first time. Bien frío va a estar, eh. Comprate coya. <laughs> sí, claro, tenemos okay. todo. All right, now I asked him, did he buy a coat already? He said, yeah, of course, we got everything. You need it over here, man. Yeah. So, Bob, where are you planning to take him to get acclimated to that cold? Are you guys leaving Vegas early or no? Because it gets, it's pretty cold here in the mornings anyway. No, we're going to stay here. We're not going to change anything. Uh, we'll head out there the week before the fight. Nothing's going to change. Week before, meaning Monday, fight Saturday? Yeah, probably the week before the fight. We ain't going to change anything. We Nothing different than we did for uh, his last fight in Miami. Keep everything the same. So the four hours you don't think bother? No, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. He'll be right back acclimated right away, Dominican time, island time. Mm. So, Hector, ¿cuál es tu pensamiento sobre la cuatro horas, la diferencia? Porque obviamente... Tres horas. Oh, oh, daylight savings? Ahora mismo cuatro. Oh, sí. Este tipo. ¿Cuatro de qué? Dominicana. De... Oh, de Dominicana, pero es una East Coast. Well, that's where he's from. Uh, he, he's got to get acclimated to where he's going. It's where he's from. He's used to what he's from. Why are you mad? No, I'm used to, I'm, you're typically, <laughs> bro, I'm from Chicago. You think I'm used to Central time? You're from the East. Or do you run off Eastern time? No, you. Yeah, I run off Eastern. No, your body run, like you're used to whatever you got going, wherever you live. Exactly, Eastern. So you live in the East Coast. I used to. But where do you live now? I had to get acclimated. That is the question. Eso es lo que le estoy explicando, que yo antes vivía en Nueva Jersey. Entonces, sí, mi cuerpo estaba a ese reloj. Sí. Tú sabes, eh, para mí la suerte fue que ya yo me estaba levantando temprano allá. So, aquí okay. resultó bien y puedo hacer mi programa a las 6 de la mañana aquí Pero porque mi tan, cuerpo está en ¿qué puesto. Tanto, ¿Qué tanto se, 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 se toma el cuerpo a acostumbrarse al tiempo? Estamos hablando ni que, cosas sea, de... vale, ni que sea un día o dos, y esa es mi pregunta. ¿Tú crees que tú vas a necesitar un día o dos por el tiempo, las cuatro horas de diferencia? A este hombre siempre le gusta discutir. No, pero de, tú sigues diciendo cuatro horas de diferencia. ¡Él está en la Dominicana! Bro, pero... Él vive, está viviendo, entrenando aquí. Yes. Ok, entonces su cuerpo... He just got here, su, su, Pero su cuerpo está... How long su, been here, Bob? He's been here a while. Oh, shit. Yeah. Su cuerpo... All right, all right. Yeah, I'm just saying. Let yo le, es que yo lo que le, le explico a él, no que esté discutiendo, yo lo que le estoy explicando a él, que, que tu cuerpo está acostumbrado a donde tú estás viviendo en el momento. Entonces, si tú ya dices, Bob, que ya tiene aquí rato, ¿cuánto, cuánto tiene aquí? Bueno, tengo rato. Específicamente no sé qué tiempo, pero tengo rato. Pero siempre que vengo, que regreso, eh, no, no me adapto pronto a, al horario porque 
pienso mucho para dormir un problema porque soy un, yo soy un atleta que tengo vergüenza deportiva y cuando yo vengo, vengo con un objetivo y evalúo mucho, pienso mucho, ya ahora mismo estoy durmiendo mejor porque ya eh, al principio era haciendo haciendo villas y catillas con la mente respecto a mi pelea. Uh -huh. Porque yo no se lo dejo todo a mi equipo de trabajo. Yo también tengo que hacer mi parte porque soy yo que voy a subir de arriba a, hacer, a resolver mis problemas. So, you, so tú ves cinta, tú ves las peleas de tus de tu oponentes. Sí, sí, la veo, pero no, eh, no la veo continuamente. Uh -huh. La veo dos o tres veces y ya no la veo más. ¿La misma pelea o busca el rival que más uh, se compare a ti? No, no, eh, eh, veo la pelea una o dos veces de mi rival, pero veo más peleadores, uh -huh. ¿me entiendes? Para yo entonces eh, catar alguna cosa de más peleadores y con eso ya... Voy combinando, voy combinando la, 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 en los entrenamientos para hacerlo en la pelea bien. So he says, he's like, um, you know, I have been here a while, but when at I first... I do need a couple of days to get acclimated yeah, so because saying, my mind... Okay, so he's translating for the rest of the fucking interview. No le gustó que tú lo... Tú contestaste así. So basically, basically he said he does need a couple of days to get acclimated, especially because... It is fight week. His mind's racing. He's overthinking he said, on his, he, on he his said, fight. He said, he said that he, even though he's been here for a while, when he come back from the DR, he usually does need a couple of days because he's an overthinker. He's not somebody that puts, yeah, so not fight week. He said coming from, from the DR, right? That's the four-hour time difference you're speaking of. Okay. So he says that he's an overthinker. He's not That's one to put um, everything on his team. So because of that, he would take then, you know, a couple of days, But he says now it's way easier because now he's focused. He knows his task at hand, um, settled into the fight. And you came in to ask, you know, if, if he watches tape on. Uh, uh, Which he said he does, but he doesn't focus uh, solely on tape. And uh, it's only a he, few times. He, he, he yeah, said he, he said he only watches once or twice. But he also watches other fighters. So that's my follow up. What are the other fighters? So, ¿cuáles son los otros peleadores que tú. Porque tú dices que tú no te enfocas solamente en tu oponente y a veces te pones a ver pe diferentes peleadores. Sí, sí, me pongo a ver diferentes peleadores, pero eso te lo voy a dejar de tarea para que no... ¿Me entiendes? Oh. Pero son buenos peleadores. Ok. Buenos peleadores que me inspiran, que me, que me motivan y, y, agarro, y agarro alguna cosa de ellos para combinarla para mi pelea. Mm. So... What was that word he used in there? Because he definitely used the word I ain't never heard of. Uh, it sound like... Oh, my God. Uh, what do you want me to do, bro? It sound like, what do you want me to do? It sound like he said, I'm going to leave that Obs up to the imagination because obviously he can't give away the game plan. Mm, right? Okay. Así okay. fue o no. Lo traducí bien. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Cuando dijo, cuando dijo de la mente, o sea, que, que, que lo va... Él está buscando una, una palabra específica que tú dijiste para pa tratar de traducirla. Porque entendí todo, que, que no nos va a decir... O sea, me voy a reservar okay. los oh, nombres. Reservar. Yeah, perfecto. Okay. Okay. Reservar. All right, so he said reserve. Right, so basically he's saying that um, there is other fighters that he watched, but he won't really tell us who because, you know, he's being reserved. But on top of that, kind of... Um, I, he did say, and they kind of leave it up to us to figure out who 
we would think. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, uh, um, definitely. Power wise, uh, does he feel? Obviously, that was the hype in the fight with him and Colbert, right? Uh, Colbert saying his power can't be real because he didn't fight anybody. Him fighting to prove it was real. He didn't stop Colbert. He didn't stop Gutierrez. But does he feel he, A, has, you know, some power to shock Tank, not just get his respect? And is it enough to knock him out? Sin, sin darnos, obviamente, el plan de la pelea, pero este, entrando a la pelea con Chris Colbert, él habló mucho que de su poder y que no tenía, que solo estaba peleando en la República Dominicana. Y obviamente no lo noqueó, pero sí, sí, sí lo tumbó uh, en la pelea. ¿Usted cree, subiendo de peso, que va a poder, porque obviamente no se va a matar tanto en hacer el, en las 130 libras, uh, que si va a tener más para dar de poder en la pelea? Sí, sí, claro. Eh, Sabe que cuando uno eh, cede de peso, eh, se siente más fuerte. Eso es, eso es lógico. Y Colbert, él había dicho eso, me había subestimado. Pero yo, yo sabía que los peleadores que yo había noqueado, que yo había anoqueado, esos 10 peleadores que yo le había ganado por nocao, le daban problema a él. Porque eran rivales buenos, aceptables para mí. So, he says, he was like, look, obviously, um, you know, when you are making weight, you're, you're, you're sucked in, it's hard on the body. Um, that's five extra pounds that I won't have to cut out, you know, naturally just feel stronger and, and, and healthier in the fight. You know, what Chris said, um, he underestimated me. You know, simply put, he underestimated me, and, and it showed, and obviously I came in to do what I had to do, and I won the fight. Este, este obviamente, no de la 130, entonces, está comiendo más, eh, como en la dieta, um, ¿hay mucho cambio en eso, o, o la cosa un poco igual, y nomás va a ser la semana de la pelea, que no va a tener que perder tanto peso. So I asked regarding the diet, what's that like? Is he eating more? Or is it really the same in just fight week? He won't have to cut that weight. Bueno, mira, eh, esto, es, esto es un plan de mano de Bosanto, que mi, mi preparador, él me, me, trabaja, me trabaja igual. Me está trabajando igual. Porque el peso no lo hacemos es un día antes de la pelea. So he's like, look, you know, I put everything in uh, in the hands of, of my trainer, Bob Santos, but we're doing everything the same. Nothing's changed because at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm cutting that weight, making the weight the night before, the weigh-in. So he's like, you know, everything is still the same, but everything's in the hands of uh, Bob Santos. Ask him if he's making good use of his stablemate. Is he picking his brain after camp? And by camp, I mean the gym time, not the Camp, right? Like the day, and, and you're referring to Pueyo specifically, and just the entire stable. Negative, Ooh. dropping the ball over at Barrios. He okay. face tank. Okay, he's in here. He's there. He's got like, is he staying up at night, fucking picking his brain? I mean, different style. That's why I thought, you know, bro. He f Dice Go. que si usted um, está usando la oportunidad de tener a uh, a Mario Barrios, que ha enfrentado a Javante Davis. Uh, ahí, obviamente, en el campamento, después del gimnasio, que sí han hablado, um, o eso, que sí. Le ha ayudado dando, no sé, tal vez este, 
su opinión, su pensamiento, cómo, cómo es que le pueda ganar. Bueno, sí, estamos trabajando, estamos trabajando en conjunto. Eh, él no se, no se ha, no se ha prestado para, para, para decirme cómo, qué, esto, pero sí me, me, ha, me ha hablado positivo. Me dice que tú le puedes ganar. Tú le puedes ganar al, tanque, al tanquecito este. <risa> <risa> es un problema, pero tú le puedes ganar. Tú tienes todo para ganarle a él. He's like, look, um, I won't say that he's opened up and gave me, you know, the secret formula or told me, you know, what it is that I need to do. But he's absolutely, um, as a stable mate, worked uh, with me and talked to me, basically assuring me that I can absolutely beat uh, the tank and that um, I have more uh, than necessary to beat, to beat him. So he's not going to ask him. Entonces usted no le va a preguntar tal vez um, sobre, sobre alguna cosa um, a Mario. No, no. no. ¿Por qué? Porque, uh, like, is it because he doesn't want to, um, again, find himself in his head? O dice que porque que si es porque usted cree que va a estar usted mucho en su mente pensando de sobre lo que dice o cuál es la razón. Bueno, no, porque eso sale de él. Eso tiene que salirle de él. Él ya me dijo lo que tenía que decirme. Entiendo. Lo, lo, me, me, me gusta. Lo que me diga está bien. Tanto como él como otra persona. He's like, look, uh, that's something that has to come from him. To me, I feel like he's already told me what uh, he's told me and whatever he chooses to tell me um, as far as the fight, that's something that has to come just naturally and organic from him. Bob, does that make me an overanalyzer? Like, I feel like I would be watching tape. If Barrios is my stable man, I'm like, bro, how hard he hit? What should I look out for? Like, should I smother him? What did you, you know, how was it on the inside? Like, I don't know. Am I overanalyzing? Shouldn't fighters want to know that shit? Well, every, every fighter's different. <clears throat> With Hector, you know, he's the type of fighter that has the utmost confidence in himself. And so he's not going to be a guy that's going to overanalyze. You ain't going to see him going over to the gym. Hey, how hard does he hit? Now, there's other fighters that worry about every little thing. He's not one of them. Um, like I said, I've seen him in with everybody. Devin Haney, Rowley, you name it. He's been in with everybody. And he's got the utmost confidence in himself that he's going to be victorious. You know, styles make fights. Um, I think he has a chip on his shoulder coming into this fight. You know, everybody's talking Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia. And I have the utmost respect for Ryan Garcia and his talent. And I think with Joe Goosen, he's only going to get better. But that being said, you have here an Olympian. The other guy's never done that. You have here a guy who's won an eliminator. The other guy's never done that. You have here a world champion. The other guy's never done that. You have here a guy who has a Chris Colbert on his resume. People forget Chris Colbert only lost four rounds. Four rounds. Everybody's... Banging on Chris Colbert. Oh, he's not that good. No, he fought a great fighter in this guy, and styles make fights. You know, so th th that being said, I, I, I attribute this fight going forward. I used to work with uh, Sugar Shane Mosey. I was in a lot of camps up there with him and Big Bear when he was pound for pound best fighter in the world, as I think Tank is right now. I think Tank, pound for pound, is one of the best fighters in the world. And Bob, that being Bob, said. Bob, what four rounds Chris won? No, I said Chris Colbert, up until that point in his career, only lost four rounds oh, in his career. Oh, you're saying total. 
Yeah, so you think oh, about a guy, okay. his entire career has only lost okay. four rounds. He loses to Hector Luis Garcia, okay. and everybody's like, oh, you know, hey, okay. give this man his props and his credit. No, absolutely. I, no, a thousand percent. I I misheard you. I thought you said he only lost four rounds in the fight. I'm like, nah, he lost. You know, I I felt that you guys tend to. Let him. me jump it. Tu entendiste, tu no entendiste nada, hay que traducirte. Bueno, yo entendí que, que Colbert había perdido solamente cuatro rounds. In su carrera profesional. Mm -hmm. I see, yes. See. You know, you, you, and, and people, you know, they're, 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 you know, oh, Chris Colbert, you know, that's the, the bad thing about boxing sometimes, you know, it's, it's one fight that doesn't d define a career to me, you know, and boxing is a lot to me like professional baseball. You hear about a guy, you know, oh, he had two losses in his career. Well, at that time, he was probably in double A, single A, or triple A. What are you doing at the major league level? This guy's produced at the major league level. He's undefeated at the major league level. And like I said, up until this point, as far as production goes, this man has done much more than Ryan Garcia has ever done inside the ring. Let's say you're right. I don't want to argue that, but it's Tank. He's different. Of course, and that's, why, and, and like that's what you want Deontay to challenge. He's got Wilder power. Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, like I said, I, I've been in camps with James Tony. I've been in camps with them all, okay? And that being said... You know, I remember, you know, Shane Mosley. I was in the, in the camp with him, with Jose Salaya up there in Big Bear. And at that time, it's Shane Mosley. He's the fastest guy. He's a puncher. He's a boxer. He can do everything. And guess what? He fought Vernon Forrest, and he didn't come out victorious. Twice. That's why you make the fights. And, and that being said, uh, you know, styles make fights. To me, this is going to be an all-time classic. And uh, we're very confident that we're going to come out victorious in this fight. It is not going to be easy hoeing. I can tell you that right now. So he, Hector, um, en Guanteo, tú has tocado el, how you say, cuadrilatro? Sí, sí, la lona. La, la lona. lona. No, no, gracias a Dios. No. ¿Y como profesional? Sí, tuvo una caída eh, en, cuando me, la, la, la compañía me dio la oportunidad, PBC, eh, en diciembre. Tuvo una caída en el primer round, algo sorprendente, algo sorprendible. Sorprendente. So, mm. so Ness asked, um, has he ever tasted the canvas um, in training? Or No, you said in sparring, right? Um, and he says no. And as a professional, the only time was... Uh, was December 18th, yeah. 2021. Which is crazy. It's not on BoxRec. No, it don't say it, no. Usted sabe que la, la, la um, BoxRec no, no, no enseña que usted que, uh, tocó to, 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 to la lona. No, ahí no dice. Pero cuando usted no quedó a o, o tumbó a Cobra, ahí sí dice que usted tumbó a Cobra en el séptimo. Pero para su pelea anterior, cuando usted dice la primera con PBC, fue, ¿verdad? Sí, sí. Sí, ahí no, ahí no dice, ahí no dice que, que tocó la lona. Ah, ok. Shout Armory. Tal vez, tal Oh, 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 por eso. Fue en Minnesota. Fue en Minnesota, por eso. Sí, sí. <laughs> Yo. So, obviously, I was telling uh, Bob about the power and the tank's different. I want to get his opinion because Roley fought a completely different fight. I'll translate this. Don't worry. Roley fought a completely different fight from what we were used to. We were expecting Roley to be, and he went in there, and he was more careful, and Tank was extra careful. He didn't fight the way we normally see him. Uh, so, I don't know. What does he expect? So, quería preguntarte, obviamente, Roley... No demostró sobre su carrera que él era un tipo de persona que hace la pelea. Pero cuando 
peleó con Tank. Obviamente, él estaba más... Um, how you say cautious? Cuidoso. Más cuidoso, reservado. Más reservado, más cuidoso. Cogiéndolo tranquilo. Sí, él estaba yendo para adelante, pero he wasn't reckless. You know what I mean? And he Tank, él tampoco no peleó como but, él. Well, he did get reckless for one second in that fight when he got caught. He jumped in I with mean, two he right thought, outs. I mean, he thought he had him on the ropes. <laughs> you know, yeah. he thought he had him on the ropes. He got That's a little reckless. He, 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 lo, lo que está diciendo que um, Rowley, no, Nelson dijo que no fue, uh, no tuvo imprudencia en la pelea. Y dice su entrenador, basando, si la tuvo en, el, en, el, en ese segundo, que, que fue noqueado, tuvo la imprudencia, donde no se cuidó, y ahí fue donde... Sí, donde pero el... mi defensa para eso fue que ya él encontró a Tank sobre lo, 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 la, la cuerda, la esquina. Eh, exacto, so él pensó, ahora es, es mi oportunidad. Y cuando brincó, obviamente lo noquearon, pero ta Tank tampoco peleó como él pelea. So, quería preguntarte en todo eso, ¿qué tú esperas de él? Porque él no ha demostrado diferentes miradas. Ok, bueno, yo espero igual, lo mismo, porque él es un boxeador que cuando quiere va adelante, cuando quiere va hacia atrás, corridizo, y yo, yo estaré listo para cualquier, cualquier, cualquier situación. Yo no, yo no pienso que... Un, so, he was saying, um, basically, he expects the same that he expects Tank. So, he's basically saying Tank does what he wants, and that he come forward when he wants, he'll work off the back foot when he wants. So, you know, I'm I'm kind of anticipating the same tank that we've we've seen thus far. Um my rebuttal to that was yo lo que que dice yo no pienso que que um tank es un peleador que va adelante cuando él quiere, yo pienso que lo hace cuando te tiene lastimado, no 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 cree. Yo yo en mi opinión uh I don't, I don't think tank go I don't think he works on the front foot unless he has you hurt or he thinks He's already tasted what you got and he's like, this ain't shit. Mm -hmm. Hay muchas cosas que, sí, que se trabajan psicológicamente mm. en el boxeo. ¿Entiendes? Eh, cuando para la, pelea de, para, para la pelea de Tanque versus Rolly, yo en una ocasión ayudé a Rolly. Hice un sparring con él. Eh, y, le dije, y, le dije, y le dije, tiene que pelear inteligente. Tú no puedes pelear como tú estás peleando esta pelea eh, anterior esta pe que tú has tenido, que tú vienes como a darle un trompón al peleador y ya, todos los peleadores no son muy iguales. Tienes que tener mucho cuidado. ¿Y cómo fue eh, esa ocasión de, de sparring con Rolly? Fue buen sparring. De hecho, por esa misma razón te estoy diciendo mm. que me acerqué y le hablé porque yo también como hago sparring con peleadores, eh, si veo algo, se lo digo, no importa. ¿Me entiendes? Porque me gusta ayudar. So Hector was saying, he's like, look, a, a lot of times it's uh, psychological games uh, in the sport, but he's like, um, as a matter of fact, I sparred Roley one time in preparation to help him get ready for that same fight. And I, I remember telling him after sparring, like, you can't fight the way you just fought your last fight. You have to realize that not everybody's going to go out from one of your punches, and, at the, and you have to be careful in there. So he's like, look, anytime I get work with somebody, if there's something I see, I'm definitely going to acknowledge it and uh, definitely going to bring it up. Yeah, but with all due respect to, to Roley, you know, if you think about what he's accomplished with his amateur background, this is going to be a completely different animal 
when uh, Hector fights uh, Tank. We're talking about a guy here who has 400 amateur fights. It's going to be a completely different animal than, than Roley, who had maybe 20 amateur fights. So, you know, that being said, this guy has seen everything under the sun. Obviously, we respect Tank. And, I again, I think he's a pound-for-pound fighter. I think he can fight on all levels. Like, uh, you know, he could, he could fight long, mid-range, inside. And, and I've seen him up and close and personal uh, many times. Obviously, uh, I've seen him spar with a couple kids that I have. Obviously, I've seen him, you know, fight with uh, Mario Barrios. But, again, this is Hector Garcia. Uh, just as he's a, a, a different animal, this guy's a different animal, too. And styles make fights. And, and I can tell you, this fight's going to be an all-time great. It isn't going to be what everybody thinks it's going to be. Bob, uh, how many times is this going to be you facing Tank? And I got to ask respectfully because you've been with so many people, I might not know who you, whose corner you were in. This will be the second time that, uh, that I'm going up against Tank, but uh, I've had fighters of mine that have helped. I had two of my kids help him get ready for the Santa Cruz uh, fight. And, again, I have the utmost respect for his coach. And, and who, who, who did he uh, – which of your fighters helped well, him for Santa Cruz? Barrientes twins. Okay. And, and I also had Omar Juarez spar him too. So you've seen him intimately in and out. I've seen the him up fight in, night I, and in the gym. I've seen him up close and personal, and that's why I do think yes, he is a pound for pound fighter. But again, styles make fights, and uh, you know, so uh, I feel the utmost confidence. So Bob, a lot, of, a lot of people hold on. A lot of people like to say that Tank's a six round fighter in the gym. Like normally, he'll do six rounds, put hands on your fighter, and then get out. That's not true. That's not true. Uh, people that are saying that, uh, that, 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 I don't know if it's to sell themselves or haterade. I, I've watched them in there with Walter Waits, and I've watched them in there stopping Walter Waits and top guys, you know. So he's been in there with Luis Arias that I know very well, who's a junior middleweight. Yeah, that but beat they're not Jared saying Hurt. he doesn't get in. He gets in with all the oh, names. Oh, no, let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I've they're seen. They're saying he, he's doing six, though. That, he might not. That is, that is not true. Um, okay. I, from my perspective, that I've been in that gym, in the Mayweather gym, when I was in there, um, we're talking 12 rounds, two or three different guys, and, and I seen him, you know, uh, stop a Walter weight, and I believe it was the 11th or 12th round of sparring. Mm. So that's just completely, it, it's not true. So again, we know what we're going up against. The people that are saying that, that's, that, that's hearsay. I've seen it up close and personal. Pound for pound, he's one of the best fighters. I've been in this game 41 years, 31 years in the pros. I've worked with a lot of world champions, and the guy can do it all. I'm going to give him his just due. But I feel confident in this man right here that we're going to be victorious January 7th. It is not going to be easy hoeing. And I think styles make fights, and I think this is going to be a much more tougher fight than if and when or, or he was to fight Ryan Garcia. This is a tougher fight up until so this point. So Bob obviously, uh, I ain't gonna say he got famous, but he has a line that 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 is pretty synonymous with boxing. He says, "You know, yesterday I was lying, today I'm telling the truth." You had Barrios. I'm pretty sure in the press conferences and the build up, you said Barrios was gonna win. So you know what? You know difference? what? I'll, I'll tell you what. If you look in that I'm not, fight, I'm just saying. I'm just asking. No, what's no, the no. difference? Obviously, though? you have confidence in your fighter. You're going into every fight believing that you're going to win or, or I don't want to work with you. If I don't believe we can win, I'm not going to work with you. Um, that being said, I wasn't the head trainer for Barrios at the time. I, you know, I had trained him all the way, I got him to number one in the world. 
we, we made a coaching change. Um, I was still his manager. I helped out with the camp. I was confident in the kid. That being said, if you look in the 11th round, it's Floyd Mayweather that goes up to Javante and says, you need a knockout. You're losing the fight. So we were within a round in a minute. We were within four minutes with Floyd Mayweather in his mind, four minutes away from winning the fight. The thing is, this is boxing. He has the, the ultimate equalizer, right? So he has that punch, and he was able to, to take Barrios out. You know, uh, So that can happen to anybody at any time. But if you look up into that fight, up into the, like I said, up until that 10th, 11th round, um, many people ringside had us winning, and his own promoter had us winning. So that being said, but I can tell you this, uh, this guy's a completely different fighter than Barrios. That said, with Barrios, he, tremendous to get to where he's got to in, in his career. He's not an Olympian. He didn't have 400 amateur fights. He had I nowhere near the ask, experience of this guy. I want, well, completely different. What's the amateur record? Because like it is far and few between the fighters that reach um, that amount of amateur um, I mean, this guy's done everything. Pan Am Games, he's fought everywhere. But, he's fought in the Russians. He's, he, he, you know, he's done it all he, for, in his pro career. What for tu, tu, tu record, Mateo? Especificamente, no, actualmente no recuerdo, pero aproximadamente 300 peleas. ¿Y como aproximadamente cuántas ganadas? La mayoría. I like that. I like that. I like and, that. And you got to remember international fights versus regular fights in, 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 in the island. So as far as, like I said, amateur background, pedigree, um, you know, you can't really compare uh, either Ryan Garcia or Mario Barrios compared to what this guy's done. So he comes from that amateur pedigree like I have with Compare Mar. him to Leo. Leo Santa Cruz? Four-time champ. Um, you know, uh, again, Leo Santa Cruz is nowhere near the amateur pedigree this guy is either. But you can't take nothing away from him, what he's done in his professional career. But he's had the opportunity, and, and he's produced, and he is where he is. Now this guy's just starting to get the opportunity with Chris Colbert, victorious. With Roger Gutierrez, victorious. And now that leads us into the Gervonta Davis fight, to me, who, like I said, pound for pound, is one of the best fighters in the world. And uh, to me, this is not only a great opportunity, this is a very, very winnable fight for us bob walk me through you getting the call because i mean for you it can't mean as much and i'm not trying to diminish that because yes it might mean the world to you for your fighter to get his big opportunity but i mean from your perspective like you know you've had hella fighters you had roger robert guerrero in the floyd fight like you've been on this level, if not higher. So how was it for you to get the call that they wanted Hector in this fight with Tank? You know, I, I, I was super thrilled, like you said, for him. Um, I, you know, I've been on this stage. I've had Laura fight Canelo. I've had Guerrero fight Mayweather. I've, I've been on this stage numerous times. Um, but that said, I was so excited for him. If anybody knows his story, what he went through, and I think a lot of people lose sight of that fact. What did he go through? Well, the fact that when you come over here with nothing, right, no opportunity, and you, you think about he, he, he forced his way onto the scene. You had 19 days to get ready for Chris Colbert. Mm. Now, I put that in perspective. I think a lot of people lose sight of that. You had 19 days to get ready for Chris Colbert to make weight, right? Now, you got a guy like Shakur, no, no disrespect, but you had 10 weeks to get ready to make weight for your fight. 
So it's a little different from when you're coming from a foreign country, and the people lose sight of the fact of this, too. When he came here to fight Colbert, you're coming into a foreign country. People forget about that. They just think, oh, United States, this and that. Uh, no, these guys are coming into a foreign environment, a foreign country, where their back's against the wall. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not like the networks are behind them. It's not like the promotional companies behind them. It's not like the country's behind them. You got 19 days to get ready. Think about what he accomplished. If you think about as great as Gervonta is, um, with 19 days to get ready, does he beat Chris Colbert 10 out of 12 rounds? I don't know. Maybe he knocks him out. But it ain't that easy to be prepared in 19 days. And I think people lose sight of that. And that's why, to me, he's fighter of the year, too. When you think about he was a 50-to-1 underdog. When you talk about Bavall, um, no disrespect to him and beating Canelo. But to me, Canelo did a tremendous job at super middleweight. But he's a smaller guy that's not a totally accomplished guy at light heavyweight. And so to me, if we took like a Baval and he's we a said former world champion at light yeah, heavyweight. Yeah, right? yeah, but you're talking about Kovalov who's a little long in the tooth. I mean, oh but you're saying so the interim title that Chris had was No, no, more what, I, than what I what I'm saying what I'm what I'm saying is when you're fighting in weight classes, there are weight classes for a reason. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So so all things being equal, he's the exact same weight class as a Chris Colbert or a guitar uh, Gutierrez. With Canelo, you're talking about a guy who started at 140 pounds. Okay. Now you're talking about a guy who, who what he's accomplished at 68 is unbelievable. And, and beating Kolovalov one time at, at 75, yeah, that's fantastic. But you're talking about Baval, who's in his absolute prime. So, for instance, if Baval goes right now and he unified all the titles at 175 and Usyk was still there at cruiserweight, would we be going, oh, my God, I can't believe, uh, you know, Baval lost to Usyk. So, to me, you know, that, there's a reason he was a 50-to-1 underdog. There's a reason that uh, Baval was a 7-to-1 underdog. 50-to-1 versus who? Chris Colbert. That's right. Look it up. Caesar's Palace. He's a 50-to-1 underdog, and by almost all betting lines, and I'll send it to you. Wow. He was 20-something-to-1 underdog. How, and much, how, how much you sprinkle? <laughs> he was about to bet, but I said, oh, I never bet on my fighters. But that, but that being said. Well, better than better this. So, but, él no te dejó potar. Sí, sí, es cierto. So, cierto. Y tú no buscaste manera de potar. Yo tenía, para que tú veas la confianza, la confianza que yo tenía en mí, porque yo siempre he creído en mí. Yo trabajo para eso. Yo tengo mucha vergüenza deportiva y a mí no me gusta perder. Y como me dio tanta cosa, imprudencia, pero inteligente, al escuchar cómo él, cómo él se sentía, ¿me entiendes? Tan, tan confiado, que me iba a noquear, que me iba a ganar y eso. Yo le dije a vos, vos, eh, lo único 200 dólares que tenía en la cartera que fue, él mismo me lo dio que eso fue para, para comer y como él, yo no lo iba a gastar porque él me da la comida él me da todo él se preocupa por eso él, eso, eso le toca él, él dice no te preocupes por eso guarda eso y yo le vos eh, jueguenme esos 200 dólares a mí mi pelea de contra, eh, versus Colby mm. y él me dijo él me dijo no tú trabajaste para ganártelo para ganártelo eh, limpio. No, 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 eso no es bueno de jugar, porque él, él es religioso. religioso, pero yo no pensé que él iba a reaccionar así, entonces yo me quedé frisado. Mm -hmm. Wow. En fin, fue que se me fue, ya se me fue el hambre de aportar los 200, porque <ríe> encontré mis 200 pesos y ya, pero sabe que llegó Puello, eh, Santillán, los compañeros míos estaban ahí, y 
mi hermano Orioli, que, que yo pensé, de, pensé después, después de ellos. Pues yo le debí de darle esos 200 pesos a uno de ellos, a uno de ellos para que lo jueguen. Eran 2 mil dólares. So basically, he was telling us that, yes, it's true, Bob stopped him from betting. Uh, and the reason was because, you know, the, the, the last 200 that was in his wallet, he had took him out. He had told Bob, like, yo, go put this money on me. And Bob's like, nah, don't do that, you know. You're going to win in the ring because you're, you're a hard worker. You don't want to win by gambling. And uh, he says he thinks Bob did that because Bob is religious. Uh, so, yeah, man, he said that later a couple of the Dominican fighters came to the gym and he was like, damn, I should have just gave the 200 to, to one, one of them, them to place the bet. It, it would have been and, two Gs. And somebody did send us um, the, the screenshot. The, you know, the odds for their fight. They have it at 40 to 1, mm. but nonetheless. I, I'll, I'll send you the one from Caesars, 50 okay. to 1. But that being 40, said. 40 is good enough, though. But, but that being said, like I said, so when you think about Bivol, what, what was the odds for him versus Canelo? It wasn't no 40 to 1. Nah, definitely not. And, and so that being said, that's why to me, this man right here sitting next to me is fighter of the year for what he accomplished and what he had to go through, 19 days to get ready. But the reason I don't want him to bet, yes, I am a big believer in Christ. But secondly, you don't see all these casinos out here uh, in the middle of the desert because uh, the, the house doesn't win. So and that's what, you know. Yeah, yeah, but that don't make sense, Bob. The no. house ain't win. He's the house. That's what he's telling you. He's like, bro, oh, I'm know. betting on me. Okay, nah, that, but I hear that, you. That, 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 that's the Christianity in me. <laughs> okay. I know, that's why I interrupted. That's Keep why I interrupted. I'm like, oh, he's religious. I knew it because that's how my uncle and my mom are. They, you know, they won't bet on anything or gamble at all. Man, but uh, I'm, yeah, I'm. You, I feel like we gamble with our life every day, Bob. Yeah. What's a couple, <laughs> what's a couple dollars in the sport? Dice, dice que no, 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 o sea, él piensa que por la religión, tal vez por eso que no apuete y obviamente no, no a, arriesgar nada. Yo le digo, nosotros arriesgamos nuestra vida cada todo día, todo lo día que es uno cuánto dólares. Mira, esos 200 dólares te hubiera ganado 10 mil dólares. Sí, pero mira, eh, ¿sabe? sabe ¿10 mil? ¿10 mil? 50 to 1, 200 would have won them 10,000. Pero, ¿sabe algo? Shit. ¿Sabe algo? Eh... Nosotros a veces necesitamos eso, pues él a veces nos invita a la iglesia. Y necesitamos eso porque nosotros solamente del de entrenamiento a la casa, eh, a veces nos, nos lleva un fin de semana al mall a comprar algo y cosas. Y, y uno, cuando ya lleva un proceso en el entrenamiento, ya el instinto de uno es de, es de pelea. Uno del instinto del boceador es de criminal, de mm -hmm. asesino, como que, ¿me entiendes? Y eso me enseñó también de que, él, porque él me dijo... Tienes que ganártelo de la mejor forma correcta. No, tú trabajas duro, te sacrificas, pues no apuestes tu dinero. Gánatelo de la mejor forma correcta. Y eso también me, como que me, me desmayó un poco ese, sí, esa sí. parte. So he, no, yo te entiendo. So, no, he was just saying how, um, you know, how Bob has, you know, he'll invite them to church or, or whatnot and they'll go out on the weekends. He's like, look, but at this point, um, when you're in camp, you're locked in. You got that criminal mentality. You ready to kill um you know uh figuratively and you know i'm just not even focused on that and bob has told me you know he's like look you work so hard to earn your money why you know risk it gambling he's like it's not it's not worth it so you know i've i've took his advice on that yeah man i uh i feel the opposite man i 
So the opposite. Yo me siento eh, como diferente a eso, a opinión, obviamente porque tengo 11 años en este deporte. 11 años viendo peleadores, 11 años yendo de gimnasio, 11 años grabando. Yo qué, tengo que aprender. ¿En qué peso algo? tu pelea? ¿En qué peso tu pelea? Ahí voy. No, yo no peleo. Ah. Yo nada más veo a ustedes. <risa> pero sí, no, en verdad cogí cuatro peleas, pero no son eh, profesional. profesional. Sí. Pero pienso que aprendí tanto que cómo no voy a apostar. Yo sé quién va a ganar. Ok, no va no, no va a ganar de mucho. Diez, de 10, tal vez no toco 10. No gano 10, pero yo sé que voy a tocar más del 50%. Siempre. Porque que yo sé este deporte y estoy en los gimnasios. Yo estoy viendo quién está haciendo y quién no está haciendo. Yo estoy viendo quién quiere que lo grabe y quién está escondiéndose atrás de la, la bolsa sí. la, la bolsa pesada, tú sabes. So, uh, I mean, y yo digo eso porque tú sabes también tu cuerpo, tu animación. ¿Ese? Bueno, sí, me, me, me conozco... Me conozco bien. Sí, tú, tú, mi, tú, uh, tú mismo obviamente te va, con, te, te va a conocer mejor que... Más que, que nadie. Más que mm -hmm. nadie, ¿verdad? But, so, uh, yeah. I was just telling him, you know, I feel the opposite of that because obviously, you know, I've been in this sport for so long that I feel like I've learned certain things and, you know, I'm in those gyms. So easy money. I feel, yeah, easy, easy money. money. I feel like <laughs> out of 10, we definitely batting over 50%, you Ooh. know, without a problem. Ain't so, nobody in the majors hitting over, over 500. So. Yeah, we, I mean, like, I just literally got a message like, damn, y'all ain't put your betting slip. I've been making money with y'all every week. And it's like, had I put the betting slip, they'd have made money again. I told motherfuckers, Stephen Shaw was not knocking out Rodell Booker. They argued. They told me how Rodell was done, how he's over 40, how he got 10 years in the feds, and he ain't get knocked out. Plus 135. Some people Ooh. could have got it at plus 185. So, Ness. yeah, no, I know. Don't mess with Ness. Nah, nah, not yet, but I want to get better. <laughs> I want to get better. I'm going to the camp, though, because we need that upset win. <laughs> Ooh, let's get it. Como lo va a hacer? Como lo va a hacer? Ha ganado, obviamente. Ah, claro, claro que sí. Pero como? de la mejor forma ¿cuál es la mejor forma? porque para un entrenador él puede decir la mejor mira, forma mi, mi, ganador, mira, ganador. Mira, mi, mira tú dame tu 200 a mí <laughs> y yo te lo yo what is he opened up at? pro box check pro box he'll never be 40 again yo dudo que te vuelvan a poner di que 4, 40 por 1 otra vez no, no, ya no, no. No, ya eres campeón del mundo. No, ya el secreto ha salido. <laughs> I was just telling him that I doubt he'll ever be a 40 to 1 underdog in his I, life again. I, I'm going to send you that one out. from Caesars, 50 to 1. Mm. I do got some Patreon questions. Let me see. I think they sent me a link here. We're going to get you and out I, of here. And I am checking those odds. Um, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you. Did did you? Oh, that says 40, right? Yeah, they sent, uh, both sent it to me, but it also says 40. Um, Brandon, where is that post? He make me, he always make me find it myself, bro. So, All right, Brandon, if you don't send it, we out of here. I don't know. Where, oh, here it goes. Hector Luis Garcia. First one is de Nueva York, David Maldonado. Y estas son preguntas de la afición de, de nuestros seguidores que, uh, obviamente, le dimos a ver que iba a venir al programa y, y pusieron ahí 
Um, Actually, the first is from James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas, who says, will you be fighting Ryan Garcia in Las Vegas in April after you defeat Tank Davis? Dice, Let's go, champ. <laughs> dice que si usted, usted eh, va a pelear con Ryan aquí en Las Vegas después que le gane al tanque. En abril. Sí, sí, claro. Si sería <laughs> posible, sí, claro, cómo no. He's like, absolutely, if we can make that happen, why not? Um, Hold up. So, do you think, do I, you think that, that, that life would work that way? And, and if you beat Tank, you would get the Ryan fight? Quiero preguntarle si tú crees que... La vida puede funcionar así. Tú le ganas Tank y después sí te ofrecen la, la pelea de Ryan. Sí, puede funcionar. Porque está, está, está pasando en mi carrera. Mm -hmm. Está sucediendo. ¿Qué pasaría en la... Eh, you got to translate. Oh. He said, yes, it can happen because you, as you can see, it's happening in my life right now. I want to ask him, like, what would happen um, in the DR? But I just don't know how to really word what that. Like, like, January 7th, he beats Tank. Like, what, what's oh. the reaction? What, what's the deal? Si en enero 7 tú ganas aquí en diciembre, ¿cuál en, va en, a ser la reacción de la República Dominicana del país? ¿Tú crees que algo, qué, qué tú imaginas que va a pasar allá? No, eh, eso sería histórico para, para la República Dominicana. Y, y lo digo porque obviamente en ahora en día, él es una de las caras más reconocidas del, del boxeo. Entonces, aunque tal vez uh, gente allá no, ve, no, no vea boxeo seguido, lo han visto ahí tal vez en las redes sociales, han visto sus highlights de su knockout. O sea, entonces yo me imaginaría un triunfo contra el tanque para tu país sería algo, algo histórico. Histórico, sí. Y una motivación para los demás, para los jóvenes que vienen detrás. So, I was saying, obviously... Um, you know, he's a world champion, but Gervonta, regardless, is one of the most recognized figures in the sport. And that uh, even for the Dominican people that don't watch boxing, they know Tank's face. They've seen one of his knockouts. They've seen him on social media. They've seen something. So what he would think his uh, Dominican people, how they would react. And he's like, look, it, you know, absolutely, you're correct. And it'd be something historical, you know, to bring for the people. Um I got the odds, not that good. What? Seven to one. Five. That's, that's good. That's seven, Danny Garcia odds. Seven to one on two on two sides. And um What about our side? Nothing yet. And five to one Trash. on another. So Bovada uh, don't have nothing? No, and DraftKings doesn't even have anything yet. So hmm. still a month and a half out. So So siete uno te tienen. So para cada cien son. 700. Entonces son, son 1400, estamos hablando. <risa> y, si, la, y si lo quiere hacer no, grande, que, si la, lo, tanto, y que si, la pongan igual que Colbert. <risa> no, pero, pero él no puede poner 200, ganarse 1400 y después darle a la iglesia 140. Son 10%. <risa> claro, so, claro. So, so look, Bob, his 200 at a plus, because they got him a plus 700, right? His 200 plus 700, $1,400, 10% to the church. We got 140 to the church. <laughs> no good. No good. <laughs> Yo, all right. So we got one more here from David Maldonado, who says, um, who you think wins between El Shakur? <laughs> 
El Shakur versus Devin Haney. ¿Qué tú, qué, ¿Qué tú piensas que gana contra el Shakur contra Devin Haney? Esa sí, sí es, esa sí sería buena pelea. A mí me gusta esa pelea. Porque son, son dos peleadores que, que tú no, no determinas dónde está, dónde está la victoria de cada uno. Porque yo creo que la pelea va a pasar mm. 0 a 0. Okay. Oh, empate, usted, empate. Pero ¿usted oh, wow. cree que sí pase la pelea o no? Sí, okay. sería bueno. Sería bueno para, para determinar, para que ellos determinen su, su, su pronóstico. He's like, look, no, that, that's one of those fights that, that would be a great fight, a, 50, a true 50-50 fight. He's like, I would even say it's going to be a draw. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think it's an amazing fight and a fight that will really determine um, each of their trajectories. We got Rue in the 504, uh, and he asks, do you think the entire world is still overlooking you? Or no, excuse me. It says, is the entire world overlooking you again? Que si usted cree que todo el mundo está sobre, sobreviéndolo otra vez, que si no lo están considerando para esta pelea y, y ya piensa todo el mundo que el tanque directo abril, mayo contra Ryan. Bueno, eh, eso es bueno. Eso es bueno. Cada, cada boxeador piensa diferente. Eh, y es bueno que él tenga, que ya él tenga planes antes de enfrentarme. Eso es bueno porque tiene su autoestima alto. Eso me gusta. He's like, look, um, you know, I don't care that they are overlooking me. That's good. You know, that's good at the end of the day. And uh, honestly, I'm glad that Tank has something lined up with Ryan because that means that he has high self-esteem and so do I. So I like that. Mm. He, so he's not looking at that as a, a slight bit overlooking? Entonces, usted no lo ve como que si no le están... Uh, como que si lo están sobreviendo otra no. vez. No, no, no. Uh, he, he says no. Uh, I know that he didn't watch the Rise podcast, but tell him the Tanks, two trainers, share a podcast called the Rise podcast where they called him Ryan Garcia's uncle, uh, basically saying that he looks old and that Tank would dispatch of him because of that. Uh, dice que no sabe si usted sabía, pero que los entrenadores del tanque que tienen una somisora y que every time y que hicieron un comentario uh, hablando de usted diciendo que es usted el tío de Ryan García uh, dando a entender que se ve un poco más viejo y uh, no sé, tal vez uh, queriendo ser un poco chistoso Sí, sí, pero eh, realmente, pero el Real García soy yo. Mm. O sea, no, yo no soy el tío, yo soy el abuelo. Para ellos que, si ellos me quieren poner como abuelo, que me pongan como abuelo, porque yo soy el Real García, mm. el verdadero. He says, look, I'm the real deal, I'm the real García. So, shit, fuck a uncle, I'll be the grandfather. Make me the grandfather. <laughs> he says, I'm the real García. So it, he's I like, I'll, 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 be, I'll be el abuelito, the, the grandpa. Uh, I'm going to refresh in case we got a late one. If not, that is it. Ask him to give out the social media. Denos sus redes sociales, Héctor. Obviamente, muchas gracias por acompañarnos aquí. Nos da un gusto tenerlo aquí. Obviamente, un placer hablar con usted antes de su gran pelea contra el tanque el 7 de enero, Showtime Pay-Per-View. Denos sus redes sociales donde la gente lo pueda seguir y obviamente seguir su carrera y su historia. Bueno, gracias a ustedes. Ante nada. Por la invitación a nosotros, a, a mi patrón, 
Vos Santo, que se, se la merece. Y se merece el entrenador del año porque ha hecho un extraordinario trabajo con nosotros, con los dominicanos. Esto es infinitivamente indiscutible. Se lo merece. Mi respeto para él. Eh, y vamos a seguir trabajando. Positivo así como estamos. Eh, gracias a ustedes nuevamente por la invitación. Muy agradable. Eh, de mucha importancia. Para que el mundo sepa. Eh, así es. El mundo sepa la, la, la generación, la nueva generación del boxeo. La nueva cara del boxeo. Eh, mis redes sociales en Instagram. Eh, Android García. Why okay. Androde? Why Androde and not Hector? ¿Por qué Androde y por qué no, no dice Hector? Androide. Androide García. Sí, pero ¿por qué dice Androide y no dice Hector? ¿Cuál es tu nombre primero? Ah, Hector Luis García. Mo. Hector Luis García. Entonces, ¿qué quiere decir Androide? Que soy un Androide. Oh, Android. Ok. Sí, sí. So it's Android Garcia. And I'm like, yo, but why is it Android Garcia and not fucking Hector Garcia? He's like, because I'm an Android. I didn't know. I thought that was like another fucking Spanish name. You know how us Latinos have like four right, names. Ese es mi apodo. Ese es mi apodo. Okay. No, porque tú sabes como nosotros los Latinos tenemos como cuatro nombres. Sí. Coño, se llama Hector Luis y también Android. Ese es mi apodo. Mi apodo. Mi logotipo. Entró uno tarde, one came in late, from Brandon in Houston, who says, uh, do you feel that you have to be perfect defensively versus Tank Davis? Que si usted piense que tiene que ser perfecto uh, defensivamente contra el tanque. No, no, no. 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 Why? ¿Por no. qué? Porque cada quien, cada quien tenemos algo. Algo diferente, ¿me entiendes? Yo, yo tengo, yo tengo las cualidades. Y no tengo que ser tan perfecto. He said, no, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think I have to be perfect. You know, we all have our, our qualities and our skills and it's going to show. So I don't think I necessarily have to be perfect the entire fight. But you don't think he's like the lightweight version of Wilder? Que si usted no piensa que uh, el tanque es... Y con más skill. Es el, 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 la forma... El peleador peso ligero forma Wilder, obviamente con el poder, pero con mucho uh, skill. Mucho poder. Con, talento, con, con, talento, con, con, porque tú sabes o sea, que el talento... O sea, con mucho el, talento más, porque no, no, no nomás es el poder, pero él la tiene... Pegada, le, pero sí. también el boxeo, tiene el talento del el boxeo, boxeo sí. tiene la, la, la mentalidad. Sí, yo le, yo le doy su mérito a, al tanque, porque un, un peleador libra por libra. Se merece respeto, como todos peleadores. Uh -huh. ¿Me entiendes? Eh, pero eh, yo no me... ¿Qué te digo? Como que no me subestimo. Yo lo respeto como peleador, pero no me subestimo porque él tenga pegada, o sea, tenga eh, varias... Tenga la cualidad de cosítica sí. para, para ganar su pelea. Eso no me, no me preocupa. Superintimo means like what? Don't, he, I don't fear it? No, um, I thought you were saying he doesn't um, overestimate him, but... D he, dime esa palabra de nuevo. No lo supretimo? Subetimo. Sumetimo. Subetimo. Do your thing, baby. Do your thing. You the champ at this, I'm telling you. Ringwalk Danny. <laughs> Ringwalk Danny, ladies and gentlemen. That's Ringwalk Danny ahí que te está haciendo toda la traducción. Este hombre es bueno, míralo. It says sudden. Sudden? Yeah. Nah, it can't be sudden. 
It must got a double meaning, you know. That's that's yeah, the that's yeah. the issue with Spanish translations, double meanings. Eh, porque la 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 traducción eh, literalmente no suena como lo que está diciendo. Tú, sí, sí. sí, lo que tú estás diciendo y es el problema del español que tiene doble, doble idioma, uh -huh. right? No, no, más de doble, porque obviamente ustedes lo hablan de una forma, sí. viene de España, 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 y en México, <risa> en, en, en México es puro, güey, chinga tu sí. madre, y, 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 y en Cuba de una forma, sí, no, man. no, no, yo, 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 el, el muchacho que me corta, pues cuando tenía pelo, ahora, el, <risa> <risa> no, no la, ahora no más la barba, pero cubano, tengo siete años yendo con él y, y en vez me lo, me lo quedo mirando y ¿Quién me dijo? Porque no, no, o sea, usted, en vez de una palabra que uno no sabe y, sí. you know, just uh, obviously telling Hector, you know, translating with, the, uh, there's a million forms of Spanish and you guys say one thing, we say another and it comes from Spain and mm. there's a bunch of shit going on, but. So I just want to double down and uh, it's not because I want him to think that I want him to fear the power. I just don't think that he, that the question was translated properly. So it's like, Quiero repetirte la pregunta un poco, a ver si tal vez tú la entiendes mejor, porque yo estoy preguntando si tú no piensas que el tanque es como, que tiene la, el poder de Deontay Wilder en pegada, pero en su división. Sí, sí, él, él tiene, pero yo tengo que, primero que probar para, para, para saber. Para saber. He says, no, look, uh, he has it, but I, I have to get a taste to know how much. True. I know he wants to rap, Bob, but I can't let you go. Jamal finally showed his face. It's been 520-something days since a mandatory. He's talking about he's back in February. Did y'all get a call? Is he fighting you or are they giving him a tune-up? What's going on? I have no idea. Um, if they would give us a call, we'd take that fight in a heartbeat. You know that. I have the utmost confidence in uh, in Adamas, but uh, we'll have to uh, sit, wait, and see. But are you going to contact the WBC? Because remember, at the convention, they did say that they were giving Charlo time uh, because he was going through family issues, but they've already mandated your fighter as the, the mandatory. He was, he was injured. Okay, they still mandated your fight as the mandatory, and when he comes back, it was alleged ordered that he's supposed to fight Adamas. He's yeah. telling people he's back in February. He's not talking about Adamas. He's calling out Bivol. He's trying to get other fights. So I don't know. When do you start to feel concerned and make some phone calls to the WBC specifically? Well, um, again, we would fight him in a heartbeat. Uh, I mean, that's a fight that could be easily made. So, you know, let him test the waters. I don't, I, don't, I don't begrudge him for trying to get a Canelo fight or a Bival fight or what, what, what have you. But at the end of the day, if those fights can't come to fruition, then to me it's necessary that he fights Carlos Adamas. And uh, we'll, we'll have to see how that transpires. But, uh, again, for the fans, for his legacy, uh, that's another fight that would be an all-time great. And uh, – And, and, you know, so if you look at what he did with Montiel and you look at what Adamas did with Montiel, um, I think there's no, no doubt. You know, I was telling people, hey, I, I feel very confident that Adamas could beat uh, Charlo and a lot of people are, you know, on the fence. I don't know that there's so much on the fence now. Same thing I had with talking about David Morrell Jr., talking about, about fighting uh, Canelo or Benavidez 
And, you know, oh, he's only had seven pro fights. Well, I think after his last performance, uh, that played out, uh, you know, to show what type of fighter he is. So, you know, for the most part, I know what you're talking about with the Barrios fight with, with Tank, but I feel confident in my fighters uh, uh, that they will be victorious, and that's why we make the fights, take the fights. And that being said, I think nobody can say now that morale wouldn't be a threat to Benavides. I feel he'd be victorious. I don't think nobody could say he wouldn't be a threat to Canelo. And the same thing I feel with this man right sitting next to me with Javante Davis. Mm. Um, how realistic is Adamus and Johnny Beck? Because obviously we've seen Adamus go on social media and, you know, say he'll fight him. And then, you know, Johnny Beck responded on social media. Both men don't speak English, so we don't know who's tweeting for both men. But as a trainer handler, uh, is that realistic for us as fight fans to see Adamus cross the street to top rank? Sure. You know, uh, one thing that, you know, that Al has proven to me um, when it came time to make Fury Wilder wasn't a problem. When it came time to make uh, Porter Crawford wasn't a problem. So to me, that shows you what kind of promoter Al is. He wants the best fights for his fighters. I don't think it would be an issue. I don't think Al would have uh, one problem putting Adamas in with Janabek. Uh, styles make fights. Um, I, you know, to me, uh, I think Carlos would put a clinic on Janabek. Uh, maybe that's a bit biased, you, you know, coming nah, from I, me. But I don't, uh, know. I don't know that I could disagree. I was very... Uh underwhelmed yeah, but, but, but that's what happens in boxing we we, we judge you of your last performance amen to that but that being said i just think carlos has too many layers to to his game um you know and i've seen what carlos has done with everybody in mm. the gym and i know what he's capable of and uh, it's the same thing with this man sitting right next to me i know what this guy's capable of i've seen him in with devin haney and uh a lot of people are sleeping on this guy to their own apparel and, uh, again, getting back to the Gervonta fight with him, it's going to be an all-time classic. And anybody who thinks it's going to be easy hoeing, they're kidding themselves. Mm. Where's that term come from? Our audience is going crazy with that easy hoeing. You know, uh, <laughs> that's well, a Bay Area? Well, yeah. When I was a kid, you know, I grew up in the fields pick, pick, picking fruit. So, you know, on apricot ranches in East San Jose and, and things of that nature, my family came from, you know, picking in the fields. And so easy hoeing is just like, you know, when you get in certain areas around the fields, it's, it's real easy to, to uh, get the weeds out in certain areas of the field. So that's where it comes from, Bay Area thing. And just, uh, you know, my, my family, uh, my mom, Puerto Rican descent, and, and, and coming to the Bay Area and, and, and picking fruit. See, um... See, I, we, we were boxing from day one. My cousin fought in the 1956 Olympics, but mm. my family was already boxing before that. We were boxing fruit. <laughs> See, uh, I'm, and I'm glad, I'm glad you asked. I'm not going to lie. I was like, why, you know, why does it matter? But, you know, the, the, public, the public was like, well, how could you be so religious? But you're using this phrase. But see, um, they thought you, you were, were referencing hoeing. hoes like whores. Oh no 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 no! Yes. We're talking about little working in the field. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so a simple. So that's a double meaning in yes, English a, too. Huh? A, we have double meanings in Spanish. We have double meanings absolutely. in English. Absolutely. So simple. Uh, you know. I'm glad you clarified that for me, yeah, Dan. No, I might not be able to come into the uh, to, <laughs> to church on no, Sunday. I'm telling you that, that that's what because I kept. I'm like, why is everybody keep saying this? And then I'm like, oh, I okay, okay, I get it. But I knew. I know, but you know, some of these people. There's no translation for that, though. 
I mean, there's an attempt <laughs> not, <laughs> not to no, be the man no, in the No, dark. I mean, there, there is no attempt because it's sí, like... Sí, sí, porque esa palabra hoeing sí. en inglés eh, se yeah. puede... En español. No, no, en inglés. No, en, en inglés. inglés. Eh, la, en una... inglés tiene doble sentido, okay. o sea, y yo no sabía. So, nosotros lo estamos escuchando a él decir esa palabra y todo el mundo que está escuchando esto en vivo está poniendo, pero coño, Bab está diciendo que él es de, de la iglesia, un hombre religioso. Y para, nosotros, para, para nosotros esa palabra es anda y puteando, anda... anda. No, no puteando, pero mm. tú eres... Tú estás poniendo a la mujer en la puteada. Sí. Right? Like, easy home. I don't know. It's, it's difficult, but yeah. we had to... Teníamos que arreglarlo porque yo estoy viendo que la gente está pensando mal de ellos. Sí. No, no, espérate, dime de dónde sale esa palabra. Pero ya, vamos a terminar y tirarnos esta foto. Guys, we're good. We can wrap up. We'll take this picture. If any of you fine engineer badasses want to come and take this pic for us. Uh, but yes, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Uh, Hector, thank you for coming on. Please, once again, give out your social media. Obviamente, gracias por venir. Y de tu red social otra vez, por favor. Android Garcia, Instagram. Nuz GTO, Ringwalk Danny. Catch us tomorrow morning. Oh, the Boxing Voice. Uh, Bob, do you have any social media? Uh, old, old school. No media. No, okay. Not, no, no. Okay. The, see, the, Flip the, phone? That, <laughs> no, see, no, that's smart. That's how you don't get caught up. But uh, catch us tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Pacific. We are the Boxing Voice. Peace. Peace. Yeah, with all the translation we did.